0: And there's something that's so incredible about it,
1: building technology or just building products that impact the world. Linda Tong, the general manager of AppDynamics, which is part of Cisco, instills enthusiasm and passion into everything she does, whether it's working at Google. At Google, everyone I talked to was talking about building these great products that would change consumer behavior. The
0: NFL. When I got the call from the NFL saying, hey, we want someone to come down and help us think about our digital transformation, uh, there wasn't really any thinking. Or Cisco. It just made a lot of sense to move here uh, because it really follows along with my whole prospect of building great
1: products for the masses. And part of that is delivering great experiences. And Linda's experience with product design comes full circle with the new Cisco Secure application. Hello, and welcome to Cisco TechBeat. I'm Lisa Meek. This podcast brings you the stories of some of the most innovative people in technology. And Linda Tong has one of the coolest backgrounds. Hey, Linda, I'm so excited to be able to talk to you. Uh, I love being able to start from people's beginning, kind of get a little bit about their background, where they grew up, how they got into technology. Sound good to you?
0: Absolutely. Let's do it.
1: All right. Where did you grow up and how did you get to where you are now?
0: I grew up in Chicago and then moved to North Carolina in middle school. Um, And, you know, I went I went to college in Connecticut um, and, you know, I thought I was going to be an investment banker the whole time. I thought I was going to go into finance. And after uh, doing that job for about three or four months, I realized that that was the absolute opposite of what I wanted to do. And quickly moved to California to not only escape the snowstorms that you experience on the East Coast and the Midwest, but also to pursue anything but finance. Uh, and that's where I fell in love with technology.
1: That's so interesting. So did you have, Did you? so you didn't study computer science or what did you study in college? Do, were you studying economics or something along that lines?
0: Exactly. I, I went to college, I started out studying math, and then I switched to econ with a focus on healthcare. Um, and I had every intent of moving into some sort of finance or economics field afterwards. So I have zero uh, computer science background. Um, I'm probably the least technical person you're going to meet.
1: <laughs> Except for maybe me. So we're in good hands <laughs> together. <laughs> we're, Perfect. And And I like it because it shows that It doesn't necessarily matter so much to a huge degree about what you study in college in terms of what you ultimately find your passion in and where you can get to ultimately where you are in a career path.
0: Absolutely. I mean, college taught me a couple of great lessons, like how do you continue to grow and learn and and foster curiosity? But the things that I've learned on the job in my career have been the most important parts of what's gotten me to where I am and how I can be successful
1: going forward. All right, so let's talk about where you got to where you are now. Um, how did you get into technology? You realized that you, you know, investment banking, finance was not your cup of tea. So you pivoted. So what did you do during that pivot? Yes,
0: yeah, so during that pivot, I applied to any and every job pretty much, uh, just praying to find a place to land that would pay me some form of a salary. Um, and amongst the choices, I, I actually narrowed it down to Abercrombie and Fitch. Microsoft, and Google, which obviously makes sense. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> amongst, amongst those three, uh, I, I ended up falling in love with Google. I had gone to the campus during an interview, um, one, seeing free food after being in college. You're like, oh my gosh, like there's no other choice. But also, what I loved was uh, at Google, everyone I talked to was talking about building these great products that would change consumer behavior. And I knew that something about that sounded really interesting. I didn't fully understand what it meant, but I ultimately chose to, to go to Google and work in product marketing. Um, and I landed on the Google Chrome team and got to build, hopefully, the browser that many of you are using today.
1: <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, that puts it into perspective for people, right? Um, you are working on things that Millions, if not billions of people are using each and every day in some way, shape, or form and being able to really have a say in how it looks, feels, acts, all of that good stuff, right?
0: Absolutely. And there's something that's so incredible about it. Be- building technology or just building products that impacts the world and impact the way that people get things done on a day to day basis, or um, you know, just find joy. It's it's absolutely amazing, and I think my experience at Google taught me how how fun it is to go build products that millions of people will love and and frankly live their lives around. And you know, I went from building Chrome to building Android, and then from there I went on to work on a lot of other consumer products, uh, you know, beyond Google that you know, touched touched millions and millions of people and hopefully will touch millions more.
1: What I find so fascinating about you is like you don't take anything for granted. You take something, you learn it, and then you apply it to the next great thing that you're going to do, be it Google or startups where you were at next and all of those different things that it seems like every step that you take, there's a reason behind why you're taking that. Am I correct in assuming that?
0: Absolutely. It's um, you know, not only is it about learning, but it's about taking this next step around curiosity. So I guess, you know, when I was at Google, my my last role was working on Android, and I saw this huge opportunity for the mobile space. And all I knew was that mobile was the next big thing. Like everybody was going to shift the way that they lived to their mobile phones. And I knew I wanted to be a part of that disruption. And so when I left Google, I went to a startup that was heavily focused on bringing more applications to Android
1: and iOS. And it sounds to me like you take whatever you're passionate about and then you go for it. Like, I'm doing this, I'm passionate about this, and I'm going full tilt with it. So correct me if I'm wrong, you are a sports fan, correct?
0: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) You're a sports fan. And so from there, you went to the NFL. Tell me how what you did there and how that was of being able to put like this passion for sports, this passion for technology, this passion for digital, and marry those two things together?
0: Absolutely. So one, I've always believed in just the disruption that technology brings to any and all markets. And one of the things that has been probably the longest standing debate is around how people think about streaming video and overall video experiences. And so when I got the call from the NFL saying, hey, we want someone to come down and help us think about our digital transformation, uh, there wasn't really any thinking. It was just like, yes, like let me move, pack my crap, like get down to LA and go do this. And it was about bringing the joy of football and the experiences that come with watching these games and like building a community around it and figuring out how you could innovate on those experiences that used to be very much in person and physical in a stadium or over broadcast and bringing them to digital mediums and finding ways to take them up a level and make them even more fun and more engaging. And frankly, like, you know, extend their reach beyond the existing fan base that exists exists today.
1: As a football fan, okay, you said you grew up in uh, North Carolina and Chicago. So that means like a Bears fan, diehard Bears fan, or Die a hard Tennessee Bears Titans? fans.
0: Die
1: <laughs> Diehard <laughs> Bears fan for life.
0: Um, I will I will always root for the Bears, uh, even though I'm in the Bay Area
1: now. And I grew up in Minnesota, so I was a Vikings. I may date myself a little bit, but back in the day I was Fran Tarkenton um, <laughs> and the purple people eater. <laughs> I was a kid, okay. but it does date me. It does date me a little bit from there. <laughs> um, well, I love how you talk about that digital transformation, taking it from anywhere that what you're doing, um, and really realizing in that background that you had in, everything mobile. And then when we're talking about mobile, we're talking about applications. And so I'm sure that that then all leveraged to where you're at now at AppDynamics and Cisco. So tell me a little bit about making that transition from going from the NFL to getting back into a technology company and working at AppDynamics and Cisco.
0: Absolutely. It's, um, you know, being a product person at my core, you always assume that the products that you build are going to just come out and work perfectly. You, you just assume it's going to like go without a, a, a any sort of problems. Like consumers are just going to see it. They're going to love how beautiful and thoughtful it is. And they're going to just sing your praises. But one of the things I learned uh, at the NFL and just, you know, with all of my other friends who are building products at scale is nothing ever comes out the way you expect. and And more times than not, Uh, A lot of the products that you pour hours and hours of time into trying to make great and perfect and you're like down to the last pixel focused on how you create a great user experience, all that effort gets wasted when the product is either built poorly or there's some sort of performance issue or there's a security breach. But all these things get in the way of customers and consumers experiencing great product. And I learned that the hard way at the NFL. I also found out from friends and other people who are building great products that like some of their biggest concerns around how do you deliver great digital products um, while ensuring an amazing experience, a seamless experience. And uh, that's what brought me to App Dynamics. Uh, this was a company that was that realize that performance isn't about six nines of uptime. And it's not about making sure that, you know, you have enough compute or enough memory or whatever. It's a company that was focused on the business first, understanding that your users expect great digital experiences. And to get those experiences, you have to understand what's going on in your application at all times. And when there are issues or when something is anomalous, you have to be able to identify those problems And troubleshoot really quickly and understand the impact back to that user. And so I got to know the AppDynamics team really well, and they shared with me their vision of where they were going and how they were going to unlock a bigger opportunity with Cisco. And it just made a lot of sense to move here uh, because it really follows along with my whole prospect of building great products for the masses. And part of that is delivering great experiences.
1: You've done it on the consumer side of things, but on the business side of things, it takes a whole different sort of relevancy for making these businesses run the way that they're expecting to run. Like what you said is they don't care why a certain application of theirs isn't working. They just want you to figure out how you can fix it, right? So tell me a little bit about how AppDynamics and Cisco, and I know that there is this great new launch with... um, with Cisco Secure Application, how this really is that kind of really cool game changer that is really going to help drive these businesses to hopefully good prosperity.
0: Absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, you know, going into this pandemic, um, the number of businesses that have shifted the entirety of their business to a digital application, is, it's massive, And if you think about the things that you do on a day-to-day basis, whether it's ordering groceries to be delivered or ordering food online or canceling flight reservations because you're not traveling anymore, all of these different interactions that you have as a consumer, right, as a user, when you're trying to make an order and complete one of these activities, when the screen goes black or when you tap on the confirm button and you just see a spinning wheel of death or when the application just crashes, you don't know what's wrong. You don't know if it was a performance issue or if the app crashed because of poor code or because there was a security breach or because maybe a hurricane took out a data center. Like, what you know was that what you were trying to do didn't happen. Something went wrong, and you're frustrated, and you're upset, and you're just trying to order food or just get your groceries delivered. And what the business is trying to do, these, these retailers and, and these, these broader digital businesses their goal is to understand what went wrong and close the loop on that. And the multitude of things that can go wrong, I listed a bunch of performance issues, but one of the bigger areas that people are facing right now is security issues. Like when there's a security issue and something goes wrong, that's a really big problem. Not only does it create a a poor uh, customer experience, but it can create all these other cascading impacts back to your business in terms of vulnerabilities and what kind of information might've been targeted. And so- being able to understand how you can minimize impact to your customers, whether it's performance or security related, and have all of that in one place so you as a business can problem solve and prevent these issues from happening um, is absolutely critical, especially now when everyone's business is purely digital. And that's what AppDynamics and Secure App are able to do. We give you both the performance lens that we've always given you, and now we're introducing that security lens.
1: So is this... And correct me if I'm wrong, as I'm trying to understand this, and our listeners are understanding this too, it kind of, as opposed to having to go to a whole bunch of different sites, areas to figure out where the problem is, you kind of get this one beautiful looking type of dashboard, for lack of a better word, I'm guessing, to show where the issue is, and more importantly, how to fix that issue. Is that all correct? Am I understanding this correctly?
0: Exactly. That's the promise that we're looking to deliver. It's, you know, it's being able to not have to distinguish between what part of your product went, you know, or application went wrong or exactly what type of issue and who should look at it. It's about understanding that from your end user's perspective, when something goes wrong, you need to be able to break down these silos and find the problem regardless of where it is and quickly start to uh, troubleshoot and problem solve on it. And, and we want to bring that to you in, in a, a simplified experience.
1: But being able to bring Cisco secure application within AppDynamics, what does that mean and why are you excited about this as a general manager? I'm assuming you're excited about this. Am I wrong? Totally excited. Like super pumped about this. <laughs> and it's, you know, the the,
0: the beauty of it is uh, Cisco has an amazing breadth of, of domain expertise um, in, in terms of how we support CIOs across the board. And AppDynamics brought a great application lens of what was going on within your digital applications. But Cisco brings a breadth of of capabilities that go well beyond what we've had at AppDynamics historically. Security is just one element of it, whether it's network data and infrastructure data. Like Cisco brings so much valuable, not only information, but domain expertise across all of these different segments together in a meaningful way that, frankly, no other company has. And so bringing security into this lens is, frankly, something that's truly innovative and differentiated. And the, the depth and breadth of Cisco's expertise across the security realm far exceeds any other company playing in this space. And so I'm so excited to bring these two things together because it's, it's most important for our customers. It's about helping them not have to go and find hundreds of different point solutions and have to, like, go build integrations across all of them and figure out what's going on. Cisco has the opportunity to break down those walls and support them more effectively in how they collaborate within the IT organization to solve problems and deliver great experiences for their end users. And this is just one of the walls that we're breaking down. And I'm so pumped to do this with security because this is, I don't know, I think for almost every CIO I've talked to this year, this is pretty much top of mind.
1: I was just going to say, I mean, you started talking about uh, as this pandemic has switched to, you know, remote and people working in, um, you know, working from home in all of these different ways, people's digital transformation has accelerated, I'm guessing, like 10, 20, 100 fold. And so was this part of um, always the plan? And was this um, announcement accelerated as well? Because seeing what people needed at this time?
0: Yeah, so this was always part of the plan. Um, you know, we've been working on Secure App for some time in collaboration with a security group inside of Cisco, and we were so excited to be able to bring this out. The time I mean, no one really plans for a pandemic, but uh we're really excited because we knew as soon as this hit and as, as more and more companies started accelerating their digital transformation. I mean, we saw companies that had planned for multiple years of, of a roadmap. Um, going into this that had had to contract those into just a couple of months, right? Like, we're seeing a very strong business need for this, that we're doing everything we can to accelerate our timelines to help support our customers.
1: Obviously, there's always security things going on on top of um, AppDynamics and different applications, but what does this mean in terms of, like, this cool partnership that customers and CIOs will be able to see?
0: This is probably the first biggest one that we've done together. This is definitely not going to be the last. I think what's really exciting about this though that I want to call out is this partnership, um, you know, really comes at the core of uh, how we innovate to make things better for our customers. And, and the, the magic behind this experience and this product with Secure App is for our customers who are already using App Dynamics, their ability to gain access to Secure App is a matter of flipping a switch. Whereas if you were to buy this capability elsewhere, you'd have to go find a vendor, install a bunch of agents, collect the same data that AppDynamics is already collecting, and have them like, then find a way to correlate this data back to your application data. Uh, with this partnership, we are able to minimize that kind of effort so that our customers just come in and say, hey, I want a, a lens on my security. I want to better understand what's happening in the runtime. We can just flip this on for them. And that seamless experience is something that only, you know, Cisco can do at this, at this level.
1: Okay, this feels like this is full circle, Linda, because as you're <laughs> talking at the very beginning, when you're talking about customer experiences with different things, even in the consumer area, that's what they want is like these cool, beautiful things that work and that you're having impact on potentially millions of people. And when you say you can flip a switch, that's what it's all about. That is exactly what it's
0: about, right? It's about not only creating and delivering value, but making it seamless for our customers at the end of the day so they can get the full value out of it um, and and we can make it as as simple and easy as possible.
1: I know we're early days here um, and this was just launched somewhat recently, um, but tell me what the reaction has been like so far.
0: Uh, so far, a lot of people are really excited about it. Some people are like, wow, this is a no-brainer. Like, why don't you do it sooner? Which is always, always a fun conversation. What's really fun for any product person is when you launch a capability and people just get it. And then on top of that, the first thing they do is immediately ask you for more. They're like, well, what about this? Or could you do that? Or could you add this feature, this capability? And there's a real hunger out there uh, to, for us to go deeper. And um, it, it's just really exciting to see that kind of reception.
1: And once again, full circle again, because that's where the innovation comes in, right? And you probably get excited from the feedback and saying, like, you're furiously taking notes, saying, yes, yes, yes. okay, this is going to be like iteration 2.0, 3.0, 4.0.
0: Totally. It's, you know, the the beauty of this market and the beauty of what we're trying to do here at Cisco and at AppDynamics is, how do we continue to innovate uh, to, to create more value for our customers by bringing our technologies together in a more seamless way? And I think what's really fun about this is, one, the horizon is, is so bright, and there's so much opportunity ahead of us. There, there's so much going on and so much opportunity that, um, it, you know, I, I just can't even sleep at night because I'm so excited. <laughs>
1: Only because of this has nothing to do with anything pandemic related or anything else, right? What or pandemic? Any other stress. Yeah, right? I do know what you're talking about. I know, which is what I want to get to some fun things because 2021, it is brighter days ahead. Can we talk about some of the cool things that you might do outside of app dynamics and the secure application and things like that? Because I like ending on fun notes. I think we've already figured out you're probably a competitive person, you're a sport person, right?
0: Oh, absolutely! I'm. It, it makes me so happy that sports have made a comeback. <laughs> but when when this pandemic started and they canceled March Madness, there were definitely quite a few tears from my end. So it, it's nice to see basketball back. <laughs>
1: Mine too. I I went to school in Missouri. I'm a Mizzou fan, and my my husband is is an even bigger Mizzou fan. So yes, I feel you on that. All right. So the pandemic comes to end, we can start traveling again. Are you headed to a beach or a mountain or both? What are you doing? Oh my gosh, I'm a beach
0: person. It's a maybe it's like leftover from when I was a child and my fear of snow, but I'm a beach person through and through. Put me in the water, like let me swim around, enjoy the
1: sun. That's that's my game. All right. I'm, I'm with you. I love it. Um, well, I really enjoyed this conversation. I love your enthusiasm. I know that this is a podcast, so we can't see how excited you are talking about it, but I can feel it. I cannot wait to see what new innovations come out of this. Thank you so much, Linda.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. This was so fun.
1: Oh, can we do it tomorrow? Sure.